Well, good afternoon. It is Jim Conley, your host of the Grow Microbiology podcast, and I am really happy to be here with you today. And the last time I talked about uh, maybe not doing some solo shows, but occasionally when the mood hits you right and you have something really significant to talk about, you just do a solo show. So what we're going to talk about today is guidelines, specifically the ASM curriculum guidelines. And I've got a blog part, excuse me, a blog article that I'm going to be posting here to our webpage here in a few days or so um, after I formally get it uh, approved and whatnot, where I'm going to talk about how we really specifically align to the ASM curriculum guidelines. But before I do that, I'd like to talk a little bit about guidelines and what I've seen in the educational community, specifically in the life sciences, kind of unfold over the last couple years. So the curriculum guidelines, when you look at them, or guidelines in general, we all know they give you a, a target to shoot for. And they're not really going to be mandates. I thought the ASM curriculum guidelines discussion online was really spot on where they said specifically, these are not mandates. They just provide you an overall guideline for you to follow. So when you look at the ASM curriculum guidelines, I went to their website and I started looking at uh, their description and they said that these are a set of concepts and outcomes that can be used in any microbiology course. So they will span a mixed majors course, a majors course, a non-majors course. And when you look at guidelines in general, there's been an evolution over the past five years. Um, so since the first iteration of the ASM curriculum guidelines, we've seen things like the Human Anatomy and Physiology Society, they have a set of guidelines for anatomy and physiology two semester. They have a set of guidelines for human anatomy, the one semester course. And then you have other uh, accreditation guidelines that are posted by KHEP, which if you're not familiar, that's the Commission on Accreditation of Allied Health Programs. So you have things like this happening out there. And I think one of the challenges that we all have is these guidelines are great. There's a lot of tools. Um, one thing that I actually went through and I looked at on the ASM curriculum guidelines uh, webpage, they have a bunch of really great resources. And uh, that's one thing that I think is really kind of unique about a lot of the organizations that publish these guidelines. It's not good enough just to publish them, but then they'll give you a lot of extra things that will help you really take those in and put them into your teaching repertoire. So specifically with the curriculum guidelines through ASM, They've got some sample learning outcomes that they have posted online. They have sample test questions. And then they'll also give you, they have a little area where they have the MINAH guidelines, which is teaching microbiology to nursing and allied health majors. Wonderful area like that. And then they also have uh, some topics and things related to like the listserv on ASM and then also the ASMQ organization or event, if you will. And uh, so those things are there to help you. But for us on the publishing side, we have seen that there's really a nice opportunity for us as an educational publisher to take some of the interactive assets and other things that we publish and map or tag those to the specific ASM guidelines. So that's what I'm going to talk to you about a little bit today. So in talking to me in the past, you may have heard me talk about brands like Nestor's, Cowan, Talaro. Prescott, Chess, Obanoff, Benson, Connect. These are all fantastic resources. And each of those resources or brands, if you will, 
are going to be fairly comprehensive in terms of what they deliver to you or your students from a content perspective. And one of the things, especially for Connect, is it's going to give you some reporting tools that will give you a nice window into the performance of your classroom and specifically individual students and often you can run reports that will give you trend lines and things that will really help inform what you're doing in your classroom and how you can possibly improve it. Now even though in my article that I'm going to post online I didn't talk a lot about the administrator side but there's another big benefit where as an administrator at a college you might be wondering for your department how are we teaching or assessing to specific learning outcomes and that is really one of the wonderful features that Connect has is we can give you reports that all align to the learning objectives that are in one of those amazing brands like Nestor or Cowan, Tularo, uh, Prescott Chess, Benson, any of those ones that I mentioned before, Obanoff. But when you look at those learning outcomes, that's one measure that you can really slice out and report on. But then one thing that we've invested pretty heavily in as a publisher is we also align to the ASM curriculum guidelines. So what this is going to do is these tags are going to help you customize your assignments. And when you look at the assignments that you deploy in your Connect class, you'll be able to measure those against those ASM curriculum guidelines. And this will also really enhance your ability to assess the student learning and a lot of the learning activities that you have against those guidelines. And, and just remember that when we're publishing here at Connect for McGraw-Hill Education, we actually have peer review that goes into every one of our assets. And you can be confident in knowing that we have the best content and resources out there to really help you in your classroom. So what I'm going to do next is I'm going to talk just a little bit about some of the content types or interactive questions that we have in some of our brands. So case studies are really important. Uh, relevancy in every microbiology student's journey is really important. Um, so these are going to be interactive, self-graded, assessable questions. They're going to take case information and animations, and they're going to be something you can actually use in your class to really extend what the students are doing. And what I love about these is they're going to force your students to stop, think, and then evaluate what their understanding is of the content, and then they'll also be able to map that out to what's happening in the world. We also have concept maps. So if you look at concept maps, this is one of my favorite tools. This will allow a student to manipulate the terms or content that they're experiencing in the book in a manner that they'll be able to assemble those and assess their understanding of not only chapter-wide content, but then also as it links to other aspects of the textbook or the course that you're delivering, they'll be able to extend sometimes to other chapters as well. Now, one of the other features that we have in our Connect courses are things like media under the microscope, and it's an example of Connect content that we are really using to take case data to really promote that active learning and these things are really phenomenal at really use at home or um, in the classroom if you want to use them that way. We have things like smart grid questions. So if you look at end of chapter content that you'll see in almost every textbook, uh, that's something that we have inside of our Connect courses. But then when you look at the chapter material and the six concepts that are outlined in the ASM curriculum guidelines for the competency of scientific thinking, 
That's the smart grid questions that we have. And everything that we're publishing, by the way, is going to be tagged to Bloom's Taxonomy. So you'll be able to demonstrate to not only yourself, but then to the administrators or the accrediting bodies, how your assignments are linking back to Bloom's and how are you walking students up that Bloom's ladder. So we have some other things in, in our Connect Assets. We have animations, state-of-the-art animations that'll take complex topics, scientific related things that students have a hard time visualizing. We'll bring those to life and really give those to your students so they can really understand what the concepts are. We have labeling questions, so that's gonna take art from any one of our textbooks. And then I'll provide them in a question format with distractors and great resources to really help your students understand better you know, what they're reading in the textbook or what they're getting exposed to in terms of your chapter content. Then a couple of my other favorites, I'm gonna actually go in a one, two, three format. My um, third favorite item in terms of something that's different is we have composition questions. And these are fill in the blank questions that'll help your students practice a vocabulary and then what the students are gonna do is they're gonna have to reorder how they appear so they flow in a logical paragraph. And this will really help satisfy that writing across the curriculum minus the actual typing or writing, but it's really assembling things in the, in the correct order. Then speaking of that, my second favorite here in terms of me personally are the sequencing questions. So this is where you're gonna have a complex process that's presented in one of our textbooks. Maybe it's metabolism and what, or the Krebs cycle, something along those lines. And what the student's gonna have to do is they're gonna have to place different diagrams or words in the right steps to really assemble the process in the right way. The fantastic thing for you as an educator is you can run reports on this to see specifically how do they understand the information that you're presenting to them. And then my last one, which is uh, my favorite just because I talk about buckets all the time. It's an old habit of mine, but uh, classification questions are where we're gonna ask students to organize concepts or structures in the microbiology world into categories by placing them in the correct area or I like to say bucket. Um, so those are really cool. So I wanted to really talk to you about this particular set of guidelines that we've aligned to. I know uh, in my attendance of the ASM conference, you know, a couple of months ago, the guidelines came up just in every conversation that I had. And I know they're critically important for each of you who are teaching. And I just wanted you to see or really understand a little bit better how we take our branded content. So the content pieces that I talked about earlier, how do we map those to the ASM curriculum guidelines, provide that to you so you have a more usable set of data standards that you can use to positively impact your educational outcomes that are in your microbiology class. So that's it on the quick solo show. I hope you enjoyed it. I know that uh, we are going to get some more guests on the show. Really appreciate you listening. And again, like I pleaded last time, if you want to rate us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you're catching your podcasts, please do so, and that'll help us get discovered a little bit better. And if you do want to write a review instead of just doing the rating or do both, you know, a little bonus coverage there, we definitely read those, and that helps us also in the podcast stores as well. I want to wish you a happy day, and we'll be talking to you next week on an episode of Grow Microbiology. This is Jim Conley signing off. Have a great day.